webinars. Good morning, friends at SUU. Tony Pellegrini here with Teaching and Learning at SUU, our podcast series. And for the 2019-2020 year, we're uh, honoring uh, diverse faculty who won awards on campus and, and provided some great support to students and to faculty across campus. And today, we have Jason Kaiser with us today. Jason, thanks so very much for coming in and uh, being willing to visit with us and talk about your successes and your activities here at SUU. Could you start with maybe telling us a little bit about how long you've been here, where, you're, where you've come from, um, and uh, a little about your background. Would you be willing to do that? Sure. Thank sure. you so very much. Thanks for inviting me. You are welcome. I, uh, it seems like I've been here about three days, <laughs> but I've been at SUU, this is the start of my sixth year. It goes fast, doesn't it? It goes a little too fast, I think. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little concerned at how fast it's going. <laughs> it, it's a nice place. When you're in a nice place, it's great. Yeah. You, you tend to enjoy it. Yeah. Where did you come from before you came to SUU? You know, it's hard to call a place home before okay. SUU. Okay. Um, I came from Oregon. I went to Oregon State University for my PhD. And I was hired while still working on my PhD. They took a, a chance on me. <laughs> and I was, uh, just got in under the deadline, finished my PhD and moved right to, uh, right to Cedar City. Wonderful. Well, you know, it, it is a beautiful place. And not quite as beautiful maybe as uh, Oregon, but it, it still it has its beauty. And it beauty. certainly has its beauty and its charm. Yeah. It, it is a wonderful place to be. Uh, a few questions. As you're aware, we like to do this podcast to uh, celebrate great teaching and great learning at SUU. And as educators, we do both of those. We teach and we learn as well. Uh, can you tell us a little about some of the courses that you teach, some of the passions that you have for the content that you really dive deep into? Yeah, I... I think I tell a lot of students when I start, uh, this is, um, now I'm going to reveal a secret. I love <laughs> Don't tell anyone. <laughs> and I always say this, you know, the, the start of the semester, which wasn't that long ago, I always introduce the class and I say, this has to be my favorite class to teach. And in that moment, it always feels like it is. And then I feel bad saying that because I have another class that I love and another class that I love. And I, I'm very lucky to teach a lot of really fun, exciting, interesting classes for me. And I've taught them every year that I've been here, and I'm nowhere near being sick of them. I don't have any fatigue with them, so I absolutely love them. And I, I teach um, a whole array of geology classes. And uh, some of my favorites, well, see, there I go again. I'm going to say it again. Okay, we love <laughs> but, it. Um, I, I really love teaching a natural hazards and disasters class because that really gets people our attention doesn't yeah it? <laughs> yeah when you when you show videos of volcanoes erupting and earthquakes shaking buildings to the ground and hurricanes destroying a coastline um it's devastating it's scary but it's also fascinating and scientifically it's it's thrilling so um i really love teaching that class it gets people interested in what we do in the science it lets people know what we do in the science and so i, I really do enjoy that class um, as far as our geology majors I teach pretty much anything related to how rocks form. On the surface, I think that sounds kind of boring. And even saying it, it sounds pretty boring. How do rocks form? And it usually has a pretty simple answer until you spend 15 weeks talking about it. Um, but how do rocks and minerals form and grow? That's what we talk about from the chemical level all the way up to their role in geology. And uh, See, because you've got my interest peaked already. There we go. Now plants grow. 
Rocks grow? Rocks grow, yeah. <laughs> they grow. Okay. They form you. as simple molecules and they just keep going. Well, so they get I bigger and take bigger. Your class. I need and then they erode and they get smaller and smaller. And then the process starts over. <laughs> That's wonderful. Uh, so we spend a lot of time talking about those sorts of things. Anything related to uh, my expertise is in volcanoes. And so I, I spend a lot of time thinking about and studying magma chambers. And so how do minerals form and grow in magma? How does that lead to an eruption? Those are the sorts of questions that And now you've got, you got me a full of questions here. Have you ever been to a, a volcano? Oh, of course, yeah. Tell, tell yeah. me about one or two that you really were, are excited about to uh, see or that you share with your, your learners. You know, I, I think one of my favorite places in the world for um, teaching, for my own personal kind of mental health space, just a place to go, it's got to be Yellowstone National Park. And that's actually the park that got me into geology. I didn't even know that Yellowstone was a volcano when I was in college. Maybe I shouldn't admit that. Nope, that's, but, that's okay. We're learning. We're I lifelong learners. <laughs> that's right. I didn't know. I was an engineering major in college. I started out as an engineer. And I saw a documentary, fell in love with Yellowstone without having even been there, and was fascinated. And the next day, Changed my major. Oh my goodness. Okay. And so impulsive, yes, worked out fine. So here we go. But you followed that little voice. You I followed, followed that, that spirit yeah. inside of you that said, Hey, yeah. this is what I need to do. And it was it was a pretty strong voice. It was it was yelling at me. So <laughs> uh, it was a pretty easy decision. And didn't make it to Yellowstone until years later. And it's hard not to fall in love with that place. Um, and I was fortunate enough a couple of years ago to take a class to Yellowstone and spend a week there. That's one of my favorite places. Um, a few years back, I was at a conference in Japan, and the point of the conference was understanding how volcanoes interact with local populations. So what hazards would that present? And so we're in this beautiful city in southern Japan, right in the shadow of a volcano that's erupting. The whole time we're there. And so the whole city's blanketed in ash. You have to kind of watch your steps sometimes. And then we went out and we we're hiking around the volcano while it's erupting. That was one of the experiences that I will certainly remember for the rest of my life. How exciting. It was one of those confirmations that, yes, I'm doing the right thing with my life, with my career, because and, this is fascinating. And you can share that passion with your learners here at SU. Absolutely. That's yeah, wonderful. and I, I show those videos from when I was on the volcano all the time, and we get to talk about it a lot. It's, and I, I hope the students get to see that it's been years. I've been at this for a little while, not that long yet, but I'm still like a little kid when I, when I get to talk about geology, not just volcanoes, but just geology in general. I'm like a little kid and I get excited. So I hope that translates to their excitement. That is wonderful. And, and I'm sure you've had teachers that have inspired you along the way and you're doing the same for your learners. Now. Absolutely, I'm paying it forward, I hope. I think you are, I, you certainly are with me and I'm not even that interested in rocks. So that's wonderful. <laughs> Soon. Wonder Soon, Soon, I we'll will get be, you. I will be. The only rocks I'm interested, my wife's interested in getting out of our garden. So uh, <laughs> those, those are, those are the, the, the most common for me. Um, certainly, there are some common myths about the topic of geology or volcanoes, whichever you'd like to deal with or both. Mm. What are some of the myths? Uh, you've talked a little bit about secrets already. Tell us a little <laughs> about myths. Of I think, uh, well, I don't know if they're myths for the science, but they're certainly myths for me. Uh, a lot of people assume you're a geologist. Where's the oil? Oh, okay. Or where's the gold? I have no idea where that. <laughs> <laughs> or you wouldn't be teaching, uh, would or, you? or I'd be going to do that. And I'd, yeah. uh, no, I don't think I could do that for a career anyway. But um, there are a lot of times where people come in from the community and they think they have a chunk of gold 
and they hand it to me and they're like, I found gold, help me, that sort of thing. Um, I think they assume that every geologist is an expert in oil and gas or, or minerals. And yeah, I teach about minerals, but I don't necessarily know how to mine minerals. I don't necessarily know how to mine iron ore out of the ground. I, I don't, I'm not an expert in that. And I think a lot of people think geology, it's something to do with dirt or licking rocks or I, we're called rock lickers all the time. Oh, so, okay. uh, <laughs> so uh, something with that or finding oil or gas and, and those are all parts of the science, but it's such a diverse science. And it's really anything to do with the natural systems of the planet. And so people that have foundations in geology can go on and study the climate. They can go on and study meteorology, or maybe they start with climate and meteorology and they go into other parts of geology. Uh, oceanography, um, paleontology, these are all fields that are kind of housed under this big umbrella of geology. And so, people have a very limited view. It's not necessarily a myth, but maybe it's just a limited view of what we do, so. Okay, that makes yeah. total sense to me. And it, 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 it provides a lot of uh, opportunity to be able to see how you can connect with others, yeah. with other interests exactly. in, in those areas. Yeah. Um, we've talked a lot about, you've, you've talked a lot about so far about that content, digging deep into that content. Tell me about your learners. What do you love about teaching? What do you love about connecting with these 18, 20, 30 year olds, whatever you, whatever comes in contact with you. What do you love about the human side of that? Yeah, I, I, that's the best part. That's why we're here, is making that connection. And uh, you know, like I said earlier, in the hazards class, it's really easy to connect because I can show them a video or a picture and I can see their face right away and I can tell, okay, you're hooked, let's talk about <laughs> this. And I, I really love that, that connection, especially being in Southern Utah, where these students are predominantly from Utah, Southern Utah. Mm -hmm they see this thing all the time. They drive past it all the time. And then I tell them what it is. And just opening that door and adding that little bit extra knowledge to their, it make, maybe it makes their drive a little bit more complicated now because they're thinking about things a little bit or a little on, on scary. A that cinder cone may turn into a volcano someday. Look at you bringing geology to I was an old already. elementary principal yeah, from Hurricane. There so we, go. we had some cinder cones <laughs> down there. That's true, yeah. yeah. And those are the examples I use. Uh, so I really do like bringing that connection, uh, or I guess building that connection between the students and their own backyard. Uh, they get to see, oh, I've, I've been living on this fault line for a long time. Now I understand the fault line even better. Um, or I've been living next to this volcano or this landslide or whatever it is. And just that look on their face when they get that connection, that's really important to me. And uh, so then I know I have them when they're coming up and they're asking me more and more questions about it and I thrive on that. And with the majors, it's kind of the same thing, but at a deeper level where they, they assume kind of a generic model, like, okay, well, this is how the world works. So this is how the system operates. And then my, my famous thing is, well, it's a granite isn't a granite anymore in my class. And so it's, it's far more complicated. And so you won't call it a granite anymore, for example. So students find out how complex things are, but then they really become invested in that complexity. And so I, I really like showing them how complex things are, but yet how accessible they are. And I think it's important to do both in geology. And, and I really appreciate from the point of view of a student, your uh, willingness to listen to questions and to answer questions or to address questions and see, yeah. uh, you know, some, don't see questions as a benefit to her. Oh. You know, you didn't, hey, you didn't get this here if, I, if yeah. you still have questions, but 
I really appreciate that, that I, you know, that questioning. I think if, if they don't have questions, I'm not doing my job. I, I, that's in my classes anyway, the way I've designed it, the way I hope things go, if they don't have questions, something didn't work. And my job as I see it anyway, and maybe I'm wrong, but my job is to spark those questions. And then maybe I'm the answer, maybe they go find the answer somewhere else, but as long as they're asking the questions, I've done my job. That's wonderful. So. And that's lifelong learning. That's what we hope we are able to engender in our learners. Um, let's see, talk to us a little bit, and let's go back in time just a little bit. How did, I know you started um, uh, up at the University of Oregon. And I, and Oregon, Oregon State. State, excuse that's me. That's a big difference. Oh, it is, <laughs> I am so far embarrassed. I got Oregon right. There are gonna be ducks listening to this. I am so embarrassed, please forgive me, please <laughs> forgive me. But uh, can you go back to a little bit of how you got started and that, you know, you mentioned that, uh, you know, that you were focused on engineering, but oh my goodness, that one thing happened in, in regards to changing your life and changing your perspective. Uh, again, maybe for our learners that are searching or, or looking, you know, am I really studying the right thing? Can you talk, to us, talk us through that, that experience just a little bit? In you detail know, a little bit? I, yeah, and I, I hope this is in line with an answer, but okay. uh, one of the quotes that just jumped into my head was a, an advisor I had in grad school said, never let school get in the way of your education. <laughs> and so I, I hope that's that's kind of fitting with that. And I, I think for me, it was opening myself up to education outside the classroom and realizing that I could learn a lot of things by, uh, in, in my case, I was the guy that sat at home watching Discovery Channel, National Geographic, whatever it was, uh, watching documentaries or um, finding a book to read about Yellowstone National Park, for instance. But realizing that learning was outside the classroom and I needed to go back to the classroom to get more information about what I was becoming more passionate about. And if I had left the blinders on and focused on what I needed to do in the classroom, I would have missed out on this life-changing opportunity. And I'm sure I would have been somewhat successful, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I I'm sure I could have gotten through it but uh, the happiness that I have now and the joy that I have in my career and my life, um, there's no way I could compete. And I think it's because I opened myself up to maybe non-conventional conventional education. Not necessarily in the classroom, not necessarily from a Still great come to college, students. Still, Still come, come to college. <laughs> I'm not saying leave SUU. I'm not saying leave college. But be aware that while you're in class and while you're listening to these great faculty all over SUU's campus, be aware that there are other opportunities to learn. And if you're finding yourself constantly interested in the same thing over and over again, and it's not happening in the classroom, that maybe that's telling you something. And then maybe you need to seek out some of the faculty here to, to bring that interest and that passion into the classroom. And maybe it means changing your major and changing your whole life like I did. Maybe it's as simple as taking a different class. But I think it's just opening yourself up to those extra opportunities. And, and being brave, I think there are many opportunities. I'm really uh, very pleased with what student services and student government are doing with field trips, going to, yeah. there's so many beautiful places to go in the, within the two or three hours of Cedar City. If you have an opportunity and you have a Saturday afternoon, get out and explore, yeah. uh, create some questions and bring those questions back to yeah. your teachers or back to your classes that you have here. I think that's a wonderful opportunity. And it doesn't have to be that you're looking for a new passion, but maybe how to link what you're seeing and what you're doing to your passion. 
And we end up taking a lot of non-geology students on our field trips in geology. Most of my hazards class, for example, they're not geology students and they never will be. But if they can find something in there to link to what they are passionate about or vice versa, then that's going to help them in their majors and their classes. And I think it adds to, it enriches their, their education. So Absolutely. that's the goal. Our community. I think that's wonderful. Yeah. Just one last question on the, uh, please excuse me here, on the Kaiser scale, one to 10, how weird are you? <laughs> <laughs> I have to ask is, it. My listeners do this. Ask him, ask him about how weird he is. And so. Is uh, 10's the weirdest? I think so. 10 is 10 the weirdest. Is the weirdest. <sighs> yeah. It might vary day to day, but I, I have to be in that solid seven range. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Pressing the envelope. Yeah. I, I think it's important. I'm old enough now that I, I, can, I can be a little bit more comfortable in my weirdness. And I think I can understand that it's actually normal to be weird. So maybe weird isn't weird. If that makes any sense at all, uh, it, it does. Maybe that's what makes me weird. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe that's why I'm and weird. I, and I think maybe that's why our listeners like it so much. Is we're all uh, a little bit. We're all a little. I bit hope weird. so. I hope we are. And 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 just as you find uh, in your um, oh your emergency class and your volcano, you know, in your yeah. in your 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 hazard class that you have learners from different areas because there's an interest in there. That's what creates an interest across yeah. across our community. Yeah. Um, anything that I've left out that you'd like to share, please. Oh, gosh. Um, you know, I think we touched on a lot of things that I, I think are important. And I think they're important to, you know, me and my teaching style and, and SUU and what SUU values. And I, but I think uh, for the students, if, you know, any students that are listening, um, just know that I think all of the faculty on campus, we're here because we want to be here. We're not here because we couldn't get the job in oil and gas <laughs> <laughs> or gold, <laughs> or gold. <laughs> and, uh, and so we're here instead. The people that are here are here because this is their choice. This is where they want to be. And the faculty and staff here work very hard at that. Um, I'm surrounded by amazing colleagues and any success that I've had is because of my colleagues. And so students take advantage of that, take advantage of that passion. And uh, it's a great place. And that will carry you through, won't it? Absolutely. Any of the difficult moments that you have. Having Absolutely. That passion, that's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, friends, um, Jason Kaiser, please reach out to him. Uh, if you're a student, take one of his classes. If you're a faculty member, take one of his classes. And, <laughs> and uh, you may see me there as well, too. But reach out to Jason if you'd like to sit in or see some of the fun things that he does in his class with his learners. I'm sure he'd be very welcoming to have please, you. Please, please do. In, Come in see class. us in the new geosciences building. It is beautiful. Yeah. I've met you over there. It's a beautiful, beautiful, <laughs> great beautiful space. setting. Jason, again, thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you. I'm grateful for your contributions here at SUU and keep doing what you're doing, would you please? I will try. Thank you, one and all. Have a great day.